comment from David Powers Police. Also, a body was found during a search for a missing person and David Powers Police have confirmed that the search for Jonathan Wheelhouse has led to his discovery. A formal identification of the body has not been carried out, but Mr Wheelhouse's family has been made aware of the development. Mr Wheelhouse, also known as John Hilling, went missing on Sunday, April the 7th. The first of three major changes to waste and recycling services in Pembrokeshire is due to be rolled out soon. From June the 3rd, householders who take their bin bags to the county's waste and recycling centres will be asked to demonstrate that they do not contain any recyclable items. The aim is to encourage more people to recycle as the County Council faces fines if Welsh Government recycling targets are not met. Later this month, staff at the County's six waste and recycling centres will be handing out leaflets and speaking with householders and businesses explaining how the new bag sorting scheme will operate. Poundland in Milford Haven will be divided into three vacant units when the national retailer closes down later this month. The shop at the Havenshead Retail Park is set to close its doors for the last time on Saturday the 20th of April after Poundland was unable to come to new terms for renting the shop. A spokesman for Poundland said the company was unable to renegotiate a new rental agreement with its landlord, the Port of Milford Haven Authority. We're as disappointed as our colleagues and shoppers said the spokesman. We'd love to return in the future, but landlords have to recognise that rent and service charges can't be at levels that make our operation uneconomic. We will, of course, do our best to find roles for the colleagues who work in the store. In the meantime, our nearest store will be at Haverford West. And long traffic delays are expected throughout Pembrokeshire today between Pembroke and Pembroke Dock due to roadworks. One resident said they had only moved 100 yards in 10 minutes. They said there are massive tailbacks in Pembroke, I think because of roadworks in Pembroke and Pembroke Dock. It must be a mile long. And those roadworks are taking place on the A477 between Barn Lake Point to the B4325 at Honeybrook Road roundabout. There's various construction happening in the area and temporary traffic lights are in operation. Finally, in Pembrokeshire sport, there's various rugby clashes to look forward to tomorrow, including Crimmich take on Gowerton, Slangenic, the Travellers to Tembe United, Whitland host the Llanelli Wanderers in Division 2 West, Locker are the Travellers to Fishguard, Mumbles host St Clairs and Pembroke, the Travellers to Ponty Barham. Within Division 3 West A, Aberaeron take on Milford Haven and Haverford West travel to Larn. Clambutter take on Cardigan, Langham, the Travellers to Trigarron. I'm Toby Ellis and you're up to date with Pembrokeshire's News. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, see the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. I've been trying to do it right I've been living a lonely life I've been sleeping here instead I've been sleeping in my bed Sleeping in my bed So show me family All the blood that I will bleed Ride a song 
the Saturday Sports Show here on Pure West Radio and myself, Jonathan Twig. The cricket season is well and truly underway. Glamorgan started their county championship season at home to Northamptonshire on Thursday. I was lucky enough to be there, but there was no Pembrokeshire involvement, unfortunately. Jack Murphy and Andrew Salter not included in Matthew Maynard's side. The Pembrokeshire League cricket, well, that starts on Sunday, April 28th. A full preview taking place the day before when I returned from a short break from the show. Last weekend was the Grand National. Pembrokeshire trainer Rebecca Turtis had a runner in Joe Farrell. Adam Wedge was the jockey for it pulled up on the 29th fence, unfortunately. Jockey James Bowen came 9th on Outlander. And his brother Sean, he was on Monobay Notorious and he fell at the 11th. Not only will we be talking the regular football and rugby on the show this afternoon, I've also got Nick Russell and Craig Nelson from Pembrokeshire County Swimming as they look forward to the East Welsh Championships next weekend in Swansea. And they've got Johnny Sutton. He's promoting the Nayland Fun Run that's taking place tomorrow. Not only for toddlers and their families to enjoy a puddle around the green in Nayland, but also for some more serious runners over a 5 and 10 race circuit. The Hafferdus Racecourse Public Parks Trust came into existence in 1974 and it had assumed responsibility for 57 acres now known as the Upper Racecourse. The Porfield Recreation Committee subletting the land for recreational purposes only. The Upper Racecourse now accommodates two cricket pitches, three football pitches, one and a quarter miles of all-weather walkways, many acres of woodland and many more acres of grassland. This gem is maintained by the voluntary body known as the Hafferdus Racecourse Public Park Trust and that body is heavily reliant on the public for its support. Horse racing was the oldest sport in pursuit being undertaken as far back as 1727 on the racecourse. It is being home to the oldest cricket club in Wales and is also a place which hosted military manoeuvres, drills and inspections as far back as 1894. So please can you support the racecourse? Well why not join in their quiz? £10 for teams of up to four members. That's taking place on Friday the 26th of April 2019 at Haverford West Cricket Club and that starts at 730 if you're interested in it, perhaps you can contact Pat Lewis on 764496 or Barbara Morgan 7620202 to support that worthy cause.
Haverford West County twice surrendered the lead in their 2-2 draw at Goiter in the Welsh League Division 1 on Saturday. In Pembrokeshire, Moncton Swift now stand just two wins away from lifting the title for the first time since 2007 after they beat Haken United 4-2 at the observatory ground. Nearest challengers, Goodick United won 6-0 at Narberth with winger Johnny Hogan netting a hat-trick. Millersbridge, the third side in the title race, won 5-0 at home to Sinclair's. Kerry defeated a young Nayland side 7-0 while Sir Branston remained winless after suffering their 20th defeat of the season, 4-2 at home to Saundersford Sports. Huffers County also drew midweek, won one away at Pennebont, champion select and head into the Welsh Premier League, and this afternoon they're hosting Port Albert Town at the Conagher Bridge Meadow. There are just three games this afternoon in the Pembrokeshire League. Saundersford Sports are hosting Merlin's Bridge at the King George V playing field. St Clair's are taking on Cairo and Haken United are taking on Goodick United. All three games are going to have a bearing on the final result at the top of Division 1, with Moncton Swifts not playing. Next Saturday is the Pembrokeshire Cup final. Merlin's Bridge are taking on Cairo at the Bridge Meadow. And then the following week you've got some Titanic games. Cairo are travelling to Haken United, but really is the big one. Moncton Swifts are hosting Merlin's Bridge. The winners of that could put themselves in prime position to win the league. Because they're midweek on the 27th of April, Haken are taking on Merlin's Bridge and Moncton Swifts are taking on Goodick United. In Division 2, Fishguard Sports have been promoted. They're all but champions. It's either going to be Johnson and Kilgetty joining them as Merlin's Bridge seconds and Haken United seconds, who are in second and third place at the moment, cannot get promoted, with Johnson and Kilgetty playing each other before the end of the season. Oh, Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Lunch Guide on Pure West Radio. When you're up there, above the clouds, soaring at 122 miles per hour, it doesn't feel like you're falling. It feels like you're flying. It feels like the sky's the limit. The Skydive Centre has now officially launched at Haverford West Airport. No one else can film your skydive in 360 degrees, so you can relive the experience again and again in virtual reality. So take the ultimate plunge and visit Air Adventures Wales at theskydivecentre.com now. Pure West Radio proudly presents Pembrokeshire Professionals. Comprehensive solutions for all your needs in association with... A1 Road Skills, improving the image of road safety with over 40 years' experience. The complete package with manual and automatic driver school, trailer training and Wales only theory training centre. Contact us free on 0800 881 8021. Pembrokeshire Professionals, providing solutions for all your needs right here in the county. 
24 karat hire services are based in West Wales and provide marquee hire, outdoor stage, wedding marquees, mobile bar, sound and lighting. We've won the Welsh National Wedding Awards category of Best Outside Wedding Company in Wales in 2015 and 2016, voted by our happy brides and grooms. Our professional and friendly crew will work closely with you to ensure everything runs smoothly. Get your free quote today by calling us on 01239 711 or visit www.24caratpromotions.co.uk at Teas R Us, our services range from one-off t-shirt printing and slogans to embroidered clothing and uniforms for business and clubs. Whether your design needs to look crisp and professional or it's just a bit of fun, our experienced embroiders and t-shirt printers offer high-quality products at very competitive prices. Remember, if your business needs to look like a team, we can help design a logo and embroider it or screen print it onto quality clothing especially on workwear or for sports clubs and schools. Personalised clothing from Teas R Us. We can take care of it all. Find us at Rumbleway Service Station New Hedges, 10B in Law Street, Pembroke Dock and Prendergast in Haverford West. Teas R Us. For competitions and local news, follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Pure West Radio.
I'm Harry Twig and welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show on Pure West Radio. After another monumental week for Swansea where we are rumbling towards the playoff places, other clubs now sitting up and taking notice, perhaps Aston Villa and Bristol City just a tad worried as we reel them in. Saturday saw us continue our form after the 3-0 demolition of Brentford. Skipper Mike van der Horn leading with pedigree, the ball moving across the Liberty Stadium turf, possession the name of the game under William Potter. Dan James and Beerson Salina have pace and skill which would worry teams of a higher standard. Their combination play a constant avenue for the river to flow. Potter applauding the play all the way opposite number Welshman Tony Pulis more animated in his technical area as James drove a killing effort just wide. Rain Routledge hammering the crossbar and Selena having his effort saved all within the first half hour which upped the tempo despite the borrowed delay in tactic. Substitute Ryan Shotton within two minutes of his arrival appended James for Matty Grimes to open the scoring from the penalty spot. The lead doubled on 37 minutes, Selena breaking at speed for Routledge to tuck it away. Confidence now as high as it's ever been for two years. James running the length of the field to just miss the target. The second half source lacked the fluidity we had shown. The first opportunity seeing Nathan Dyer drill over a shot as 18,171 drummed the beat for more action. Connor Roberts ghosting in to make it 3-0 with a quarter of the match remaining. Substitute Narsing wasteful of guilt edge opportunity to make it 4 before George Savile made it 3-1. George Byers sting in the hands of borough keeper Darren Randolph at the end. On Tuesday we saw a thriller of a game against Stoke, which was one of the biggest matches of our season as it could end our hopes for a playoff. But it wasn't easy, as Stoke had just come off a nine game unbeaten run and not conceding in the last six. But the Swans wouldn't give up their hopes on a place back in the top flight. After a ferocious start from Stoke, conceding fouls left, right and centre, we found our breakthrough. A brilliant switch from Matt Grimes out to Dan James, who cuts inside and finishes a lethal shot from 20 yards. Only 15 minutes later, Grimes again whips in a beautiful corner to the far post, where it was met by Rain Routledge, who was the original goalscorer, but after looking at replays, Mike van der Horn deflected it to the bottom left corner. But however way, it was 2-0, five minutes away from half-time. But it wasn't over yet. As we thought the whistle was going to blow, a clean long-range shot from Stoke winger James McLean pulls one back for Stoke, which set up for a full blast second half. But it wasn't going to be, as after Stoke had come out full guns blazing, James broke away and was fouled on a clear goal-scoring opportunity by Bruno Martins Indy, which resulted in a red card. However, it got worse for the Midlands club, as their right-back Tom Edwards was sentenced to a long walk to the changing rooms after he earned a second yellow from another foul on James. Chants now singing high from the home fans, our 11 against 9 looked imminent that we would score, as well as McKay and Asoro coming on for James and Routledge but we just couldn't find the net. But just after all hopes is that Stoke would get an equaliser, Michaelis a ball over the top for Ollie McBurney to head in his 17th of the competition. With that, the game ended. Boos from the Stoke fans as they looked for a relegation battle and the Swans pushed for a last crash of the playoffs. I allowed Dad this week to interview Graham Potter after the match. Another exhilarating performance this evening, Graham. You must be ecstatic with the way Swansea are playing at the moment. Uh, absolutely. Very delighted, very proud. The players were incredible. Uh, the, um, the first half performance especially was so good. Um, our energy level was a fourth game in sort of 11 days and against a team that hasn't conceded a goal for five and on the back of a good, you know, good run and just beat Blackburn. So when you take it all into consideration, it's just uh, you know, a fantastic evening for us. 
Swansea have been playing well for a number of weeks and now the results have started coming. Just how good are this team getting? We played well against Norwich, we played well against West Brom, we played well against Nottingham Forest but didn't get the results and um, when that's the case you have to just keep going and stick to what you, you, you sort of believe in and we've been trying to improve and we're in a good place, good momentum, good confidence, good belief but the, 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 the collective effort was, was incredible and there's some high quality individual performances there. Everybody's raving about Dan James. Ryan Giggs, the Welsh manager, was here this evening watching what was going on and a raft of scouts as well. Is he a Premier League player in the making? Just how good is Dan James? Well, I could I'd run out of superlatives, to be honest. Um, he was, um, I said before, his ability to, thats again, that's his fourth game in 11 days and, and his ability to run, his desire to run, his courage and then his qualities, it's just... Um, we're just lucky to, to, to witness it, I think, today. He's obviously a brave lad. He's been battered this evening. number of fouls on him, but he just kept getting back up. But he, he's used to that. That happens every week. Um, but he, again, his, his, courage, his, his courage and his desire for the team to, to, to do what, uh, what he's good at. It's just nice to see a, a lad enjoying his football and obviously playing at a really good level. But he's playing so well, Graham. It's inevitable he's going to be playing his football at a higher level next season. Can Swansea hold on to him? Well, if you look at that performance, if you've been honest, it's above the championship. That the level of performance is above the championship, um, and 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 then we all just should be just fortunate to to witness the, the the that type of performance from from him and I think the team as well. Like I said, I think Dan will be the first to say that he needs the team with him. He needs the team to help him get the ball and to provide a structure to allow him to go and express himself. I think we've we've, we've managed to do that, and then and then he's got his quality to. To top it all off. Ah, uh, Swansea, are you, Graham, talking to him about a new deal? Can you keep him here? No, we're, we're, we're constantly in conversation, but it's, it's it, you know, there's been that many games. He's, he's just, from my perspective, I'm speaking with him about football, trying to help him improve and try, try and help him enjoy his, his, his game. And then the rest, we just keep talking. But there's an excitement in the ground. Every time he touches the ball, Graham, there's something gonna happen. Have you ever managed to play like that before? No, I think that, that to be honest, that was as, as good a individual performance as, as I've sort of witnessed. Um, when you consider, like I said, that Stoke are, are a good team. They've got some good players and and well organised. They don't concede. Hard to score against. Hard to beat. But um, I, I just thought that his his overall performance was was so so good. The form we're in at the moment has left us seven points from the playoffs. Is that a dream? Can Swansea get to the playoffs this season? No, not really. I just we just focus on the next match. We haven't got enough points. We're in a good place. We're confident. We we, we believe that we can we can beat anybody. Um, but of course, we know we can lose to anybody as well if we don't play well. So that's we've got. We're in that. I think quite a humble group. The lads know if we don't play well, we, we don't we don't win. And and um, clearly, we we need we need points to be able to get to the playoffs so so for us we need to just try and get as close to maximum as we can and thanks Potter for them words and I hope we can carry on our run for the playoffs this afternoon at a struggling QPR. Take me now, baby here as I am pull me close try and understand desire is hunger is the fire I breathe 
What am I not supposed to say what I'm saying? Are you offended with the message I'm bringing? Call me whatever, cause your words don't mean a thing Cause you ain't even a man enough to handle what I say If you look back at history It's a common double standard of society The guy can tell the book, the more it can score While the girl can do the same and yet you call her up Have three girls that he's the man He could even give us some head and sex or roar If a girl do the same as she's on But the table's about to turn I bet my fame wanted cats take my ideas And put their name on it It's alright though, you can't hold me down I got to keep on moving Two of my girls with a man who be trying to mack Do it right back to him and let that be that You need to let him know that his game is whack And little Kim and Christina Aguilera got your back Welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show with myself, Jonathan Twig, here on Pure West Radio. And I've got sat with me, Johnny Sutton. Johnny's from Nayland, and he's got a big event going off tomorrow. What's going on, John? Uh, hi, John. Yeah, tomorrow we've got Nayland Town Councillor hosting Family Fun Run, approximately a kilometre. Pretty easy for any child and parent family to take part in. And then it's at half past nine, and then at ten o'clock we've got a 5k and a 10k for the fitness enthusiastics. Three races. Some medals to win, a bit of fun to be had. Hopefully people will enjoy it and embrace it. And it's a build-up to Easter as well. Children are off school. They finished school yesterday. How do they register for the event with you, John? Uh, there's two ways to register. You can pre-register by emailing me at suttonjohnny at hotmail.com or with the race starting at half past nine, as long as you turn up giving yourself half an hour notice, so any time before nine o'clock, starting at the Rose and Willow, that's opening at eight. You can register on the day. It's £2 for the family race and £5 for the 5 or 10k. It's all good stuff. It's all fundraising in the right direction. You're running from the Rose and Willow. I know, Johnny, you've become a bit of a runner yourself. You've done the route. Where does it take you from the Rose and Willow? The fun run is family is just around Honeyborough Green, so if anybody knows Nayland, that's just a short little plod for the children. Then the 5k route goes from the Rosamillow, or the Old Fellows, as a lot of people know it, up to Honeyborough Roundabout, then takes a right turn going down the cycle track 
down at Westfield Pill Bridge, down the zigzag path to the marina, all the way across the seafront in Nayland, and then back up Nayland Vale to the pub. And the 10k route then again goes back from the Rose and Willow, Honeybrook roundabout, turns left and up to Sentry Cross roundabout, turns right and goes down the road through Jordanston, hits the cycle track, follows the cycle track back to Nayland, and then picks up on the 5k route then across the marina, across the prom, and back up to the Rose and Willow. You're obviously hoping for a lot of involvement from the community as well. It isn't just a sports event. It isn't just about the run and it isn't just about the fitness. It is family. It is about engendering a spirit in the town of Nayland. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Basically, although we aim this, it's, it's called the run. We, we want to encourage like people who are maybe just starting out in fitness to, to take part and walk, run it, you know, combine the two together. We've got a, a young guy, unfortunately broke his arm, who plays in our, in our rugby team in Nayland. He's going to walk the whole route because he wants to medal the same as his, his teammate. So it's not just about running, it's about taking part, having an hour of fresh air and the nice medal at the end of your efforts. You've obviously got support. You're with Nayland Town Council at the moment. You're heavily involved in the athletic club in Nayland as well. Who's the main host in the Rose and Willow and what's going to be open in the pub? Yeah, we got the uh, old Lee Wilson in the in the Rose and Willow. Uh, I'm trying to talk him into taking part in the run, but I think he'd be too lazy to do that. Knowing him, but yeah, no, Lee's been supportive of it. He's opening the pub up. We're putting on teas and coffees as well as asking for a donation there, and that money's going to go to get the boys a lift, who obviously are doing great work with the mental health in, in and around the county. There is an element of fundraising with this event. The town council have kindly donated towards the cost of the medals, and then obviously the entry fee for the race part covers some of those costs as well but hopefully we can have a, a, lot, a lot of fun and raise a bit of cash for get the boys a lift i wish you luck with it and any other events you've got coming off in nayland give us a shout and i'm sure you'll get the backing from the listeners and from pure west radio staff as well good luck cheers john thanks very much
now the three turned to second place in the Welsh Rugby Union Championship after the 16-11 victory over Maesteg Quinns at the Lewis Lloyd Ground on Saturday. Flanker Richie Rees awarded the Supporters Player of the Year post-match from his coach Sean Gale. Whitlam won the local derby in Division 1 West, defeating Tembe United 67-12 at Park Clunteague win, whilst Crimac fell 34-7 at Clerkley Wanderers. In Division 3A West, Pembroke Dock Quinns failed to raise a team for their game at Aberdeen and Mina Milford Haven extended their lead at the top of the division after beating Larne 25-19. Clannerbother inflicted a heavy 62-12 defeat on Langham and bottom of the table St Davids finished their season with a 26-13 home defeat at Garland. In Division 1 West this afternoon, Crimacca hosting Gowerton, Tembe United are home to Flangeneth and Whitlock are home to Clerkley Wanderers. The Pembershire KO Cup final taking place on the 26th of April. That's between Crimac and Whitland, a Division 1 contest worthy of that competition. In Division 2 West, Fishcads they're home to Luckard at the Moors, but the big game there is Pembroke travelling to the park at Ponybellum. The winners of that are going to be in prime position to go up to go up to Division 1 West. If Pembroke win it, they're definitely going to be promoted alongside Penn Cloud. Both teams have one game to play. Pony Bedham are dead travelling to Penn Cloud on the 27th of April and Pembroke are travelling to St Clair's. So even if the big red bus doesn't pick up the points they need this afternoon, they still have an opportunity on that 27th of April for promotion to Division 1 West. In Division 3A West this afternoon, the destination of the title might well be made. Milford Haven, dead on the road to Arborina and the top two sides are meeting. Whoever wins that is probably going to get promoted although Aberdeen still have some work to do. Haverford West, they're away at Larne this afternoon, and Clangham, they're making a trek up the Ceredigion Close to take on Tregallon. Next Saturday, there's a battle of Pillsbach between Langham and Haverford West, our rivals. Milford Haven are back in action at the Observatory Field when they take on Clannabother and Bella, and Pemadoc Quinns are taking on Aberdeen. We were on fire, I set your tires. It's like we burn so bright. I made you chase me I wasn't that friendly My love, my drug We burn out Cause I've been on the run so long They can't find me You waking up to remember I'm pretty And when the chemicals leave my body Yeah, they're gonna find me in a hotel lobby Cause times they keep coming All night, laughing at Some
Okay, I've got with me Nick Russell and Craig Nelson from Pembrokeshire County Swimming. The last time we spoke, guys, we were off to Liverpool. How did that go? We had a fantastic weekend in Liverpool. It was great to see the kids in a different environment and give them different challenges that have raced against different people they don't know. Quite often in Wales, we race against the same people every week and it can come, they know who they're racing, how they race, so we put them in an environment they weren't necessarily comfortable with. And they stepped up to the plate. We came back with a large number of medals that we did not expect to win, including a lot of gold medals. So it was a very successful weekend and a very competitive area of the country for swimming. But that team meet was a little bit more than just the swimming. You took quite a young side, a new side, that went away with you. What skills did they learn when they were away, Nick? Yeah, they learned lots of new processes. Obviously, without their parents there to necessarily lean on, perhaps, they had to deal with me and Craig for a weekend. So that's always fun. Good luck to them on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and it's just about seeing how they, as Craig said, how they adapt to a, to a new environment, um, new pool, uh, obviously staying away, staying in a hotel with, with somebody they're not used to sleeping next to, that can have its own problems in itself. So it's about those youngsters having a learning experience, So more than, as you said, more than just the swimming. It's a big eye-opener for us as coaches as well in terms of watching what nutrition's like and what choices they make to try yeah. and guide them then to make the right choices to go older and make sure their winning behaviours are correct. Um, I think one of the big down points was Yazoo, was one of the good recovery drinks of the weekend, which was taken on really, really well. <laughs> You've hit the nail on the head there. We've got a big laugh when it comes up with youth sport yeah. and what swimmers are doing in particular. They start at a much younger age in Pembrokeshire. Recently, we've had a fun gala in Halfway West Leisure Centre. What's that all been about? We had the ROAB gala recently in Halfway West Leisure Centre, and it gives the younger swimmers in the county a chance to compete for their club under 12s and a team environment, winning points to their team and taking pride in where they're from and what they're part of. and it was a very successful weekend. It was great to see so many kids happy and enjoying it. And I think that's the thing that we look for the most as coaches, and I think myself as a parent as well. Seeing my kids coming home happy from stuff, that's the key to it. As long as they enjoy it, that's the most important factor. You're the pinnacle in Pembrokeshire. Your county 
performance swimming. Underneath that, how do children get into the swimming pathway? Well, they're going to come potentially from the Junior Learn to Swim programme. But another avenue is the school swimming programme as well. Um, that's a key area. There's a big support for that at the moment. They, go for, they can have free lessons from year three to year six as part of their school curriculum. Um, I know that the Sladen Gala, which has been going on, I'm told, for years and years, back to when even John, John was a youngster, apparently. I see. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, that, that allows them to get that fun element of swimming. You know, relays can create that team environment, and, and that's really important. I think swimming is sometimes reflected on as an individual sport, but actually as a squad and as a team and as a county, that's the way to move forward is through supporting relays. Um, at the upcoming Welsh Championships, we've got 11 relay teams going there. And we identified that as a key thing that we want to, to progress over the coming years and, and take relay teams to British national level. That's what the aim is at the top end. But that can start with fun when you're seven or eight, just having a good good time racing really fast and enjoying what the sport is, is about. Fun in the sun, or in yeah. your case, fun in the water. Yeah. You've mentioned the Welsh Championships. That's coming off now next week. Where is that taking place? And what swimmers are we going to be taking there from Pembrokeshire? Um, it's taking place in Swansea, as normally does over Easter weekend, so we are Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday competing. Um, we are taking a team of 27 athletes down there from a variety of ages, from as young as 11 right the way up through to Matthew Lewis, who is in his 30s now. Yeah, we're excited to get them to race there and just see what we're, where we are this time of year. It's our first chance to really rest the swimmers down and see how fast we can go. And I think it's looking very, very exciting. It's the biggest team we've taken to Welsh in the last three or four years. So it's a great number of kids to have there and the aim is to keep growing that every year and get more people from Pembrokeshire at that level enjoying the sport and making sure they make their county proud. When they finish the Easter Nationals, that's not the end of the swimming programme. Quick recovery after Easter. What is the training programme and what other galas have you got coming off in May? A couple of days off, then they're back in the water. Um, then we've got a meet in Swansea in the middle of May, just... Uh, a full scale focused meet to make sure we are in good shape coming into summer championships in Swansea and Glasgow for Sheffield. We've also got Rhys Davis swimming at World Para Trials in Glasgow straight after, so two days after Welsh Championships. We're up there with Rhys, he's got a chance to qualify for his first ever World Championships, so we are hoping all the preparations are good just now, everyone's in place, so we just have to see how it goes now and hopefully our hard work and his hard work and training has comes to fruition in a couple of weeks' time. It's best wishes from Pure West Radio, not only to you two, but also to the team of swimmers going from Pembrokeshire. You need a bit of downtime as well. Over the Easter weekend, Nick, you're unfortunately not going to be able to watch your beloved Cardiff City. <laughs> Are you going to be crying into your beard about that? Or how do you boys relax and get away from swimming? I think when uh, when we end Liverpool's title challenge over Easter weekend, there'll be a few more people crying in this room than there is me. Don't worry about that. <laughs> For the listeners listening at the moment, Nick is one of these. He's got pint pots for glasses. And <laughs> I don't know what he's been drinking coming out of the pool this morning. But just how do you boys relax away from swimming? Yeah, things like things like, I, you know, I enjoy a lot. I do love going to watch Cardiff City, and uh, it's just about taking your mind away from the pool. Sometimes you can get you can get very involved in when you leave the poolside, still thinking and overthinking everything. You've got to have that downtime. You know, what stick stick the TV on, find ways to relax. It's, I went and watched uh, some local Pembrokeshire League stuff last weekend just to get out there and it was honestly it wasn't that different from watching Cardiff City to be honest with you <laughs> somebody obviously lost there <laughs> yeah. uh, look Craig I know you've got a young family as well to be away over the Easter weekend for four days family time is really, really important it's something we value as a programme not just for us as coaches but the swimmers having time with their, their parents and their families as well I think that's a really important part of what we do 
and we try and make sure that happens. Swimming's a high commitment sport. We expect a lot of hours to get to the level we've got kids at, but we do take that into account and try and make sure they've got time with their families and nights so they can do family things. So I think that's really, really important for me. Looking for that idyllic bed and breakfast retreat? Then look no further than the multi-award winning Fields Lodge Bed and Breakfast Milford Haven. This hidden gem has stunning views overlooking the Clevi estuary, coupled with gorgeous rooms and immaculate service. Make this the place to stay. To book your stay, check out our website at www.fieldslodge.co.uk. Join me, Rob Parker, on Pure West Presents every Monday from 7pm, presenting the very best local talent with live music and interviews, prize giveaways and so much more. Pure West Presents, Monday evenings from 7, only on Pure West Radio. Did you hear that? Come on, you can do it! That's the sound of setting a goal and achieving it. Taking it slow, grasping the club gently, focusing on the ball, lining up the stroke and it goes in! with all-year-round golf at an incredible £480 for a new member. Terms and conditions apply.